Hi buddies, welcome in the Artist Talk. This podcast is an open talk with creative people. I'm Cédric Chevalet, a Swiss guy living in LA. As now I'm very successful in my career, I want to share tips with you guys. As artists, as beginners, students, and anyone who feel to do art and maybe not be enough confident to do it. I dedicate this podcast, an open talk to creative mind. For this second episode, I want to answer this very essential question for every artist. Every artist could stumble on it. What the most valuable foundation is to build a successful career on? To start this answer, I think it's very, very important to share my own path in order to reveal the key points that contributed to my success. In this episode, I'm going to tell you what the most valuable foundation is when it comes to creating success as an artist. As you can probably hear, I changed my other microphone. I hope you appreciate. As I do. Sounds much better, no? So, what is the most valuable foundation to build a successful career on? This is a thought that I have often, and I'm really excited to be sharing it with you guys. This is because I have been able to see the kind of effect I have been able to create on people who I work with, and I want to talk to you about it today. So, some are just pretending, pretending I am but they do not know what it takes to be. So actually they are not, they are only pretending. Like I am a photographer, I am a designer, I am a publicist, I am um, blah, 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 blah. And it may be some uh, just self-satisfaction and so on. And when you work with them, you see they are not professional at all. They are just pretending. So they, they should say, I'm going to be, I'm in, I'm a student, I'm in training, I want to be, I want to become a photographer, I want to train myself and I want to be trained as a pro. That's great. Okay, like that we know it, we can grow. We can have more greatness with this guy, with these guys, because he or she said, and they are not pretending being a pro. He or she, I would say he, it's not question of gender. He is only saying the truth that he is in training and that's fine. That's awesome. He's going to be great for sure. He's learning. And that you can also give a chance to a student and to people in training and uh, being more, be having more greatness with them. The difference with someone in training or studying or these things and a pro is that the pro makes the best you should find ever and never has a delay 
or lack of quality or should never have. The pro makes the best you will find ever. The professional has something more. And what is this something more? What is the difference and the different point between these both? Between one pretending and who will and the one who will advance above and be very successful in his career. And that value of that data, that precious data, will also help you to make sure to spot correctly who to work with and with whom you will lose your time and energy and money for sure. Let's make a parenthesis about this idea to pretend. Why now we can see so many influencers self-proclaimed. This point is very, very interesting, I guess. It's very trendy. What is actually behind this trend and what the trend currently is to be an influencer? It's the dream of many people to, re to receive boxes and making an unboxing video for the public. But seriously, is it really a valuable goal? To get free soap of perfume or cream and unbox it? Or is there another goal that should be pursued and reached? So my answer is there where at the beginning some people will start trends. And these people are the real influencers. Above and before this, the masses. And then there is followers. So as soon as someone is becoming a follower, it will never be the first one, the authentic, the authentic one. And that's the very important point too. We always have to wear our hats. As artists, we create something new. So I was saying it is very important to wear our hat. What we really love to do and what we have a gift as makers. The point about am I arguing about influencer is that it cannot be a goal. Not a real valuable goal. For example, someone can be a jogger, a professional runner, a talented painter and make some unboxing videos on Instagram and he has many, many followers that he shows his brushes or in his new running shoes or whatever he is using for his skills. He or she received these brushes for free and that's awesome to make an unboxing and to be an influencer because he or she is a very relevant advisor. But his talent, his work, his career is not being an influencer. It is being a painter, a runner, a skateboarder, a biker, anything what he or she is great at. Then really, for sure, he can be an influencer. He is a, a, an influencer. And to be an artist, a real, it's, it's being a real genuine influencer, genuine, genuine influencer. Hope you guys appreciate, still appreciate my accent. Sorry for my mistakes. 
So with my French accent, I would say genuine. And uh, that was funny. Sometimes I was repeating 10 times, genuine, genuine. Oh, genuine. <laughs> it's not even correct now, but you get it. So that's to be a genuine influencer. Even if, if he doesn't have 10 cars or a million followers on Instagram, doesn't mean he is not an influencer. I say he for um, anyone, okay? It's not a question, as I told you, um, I don't want to repeat he or she all the time. Uh, there is no question of gender. Uh, everyone can be great as we can be a man or a woman. It's no question of, of uh, anything like this. But more simple to say he is so. So um, uh, you get it, you get it. It's not a question of um, uh, having, uh, having a, um, a house or um, a mansion or anything. So this guy, this artist, this one who has really his talent and uh, really um, doing it, he will last forever. He is really an influencer. Uh, it's not only taking selfie on the beach or at the gym or whatever, and uh, for sure will be forgotten in 10 years, maybe five, maybe three, because as we know, fashion trends are made to disappear after a short time, only, only last for a while. Why? You shouldn't be afraid how many followers you have. It's not the goal of this. It's great to have a voice for sure and to have something to say and to share to people to make the world better. I guess that's a very, very great goal. I have this, this one to make the world better. That's why I want to have my voice. That's I feel great. That's valuable. So that was a bit of my thought on Instagram and about being an influencer. Uh, and uh, if it, if it's really worthwhile to uh, to really uh, pay or make the best to have followers and these things. This this is this is going in parallel about what I'm saying about pretending. So the point is, we need to ask ourselves what we really bring to the table. What is our actual product? How can you change the point of view of others, of the public, of your audience, of the world to make it better or whatever you would like to say to the public. So again, I go back on my topic. This is also very important to what I'm talking about today. It's to find and to be sure of what your goal is and what is really important for you. The thing about Instagram is that it can be a trap to waste your time and focus. I realized something very interesting about this. One more details about it. And then I stop about Instagram. It's also, it's also about being an influencer. You know, it's something that may be very touchy. And I realized that I have a few thousand followers on Instagram. I'm very happy to follow people and to see what they are, they are doing, but I'm not very into this. 
Actually, I always felt a bit uncomfortable on, on social media. It's because this is not my hat. It's not how I want to speak with wisdom to my audience. So I have to say that I realized that fuck, actually, I could pretend to be an influencer. Yeah, actually, I am a real influencer. I have made, yeah, an influencer a real one. Don't, don't take me wrong. I'm not saying I'm an influencer like the Instagram influencer. But I realized that I'm a real influencer. I have made over 30,000 rings that are worn every day around the world. I make rings through my brand Sebiju. Uh, let's say English, when they read my brand, say Sebiju. Uh, you can find it online for sure. I have, uh, I have um, a showroom and my studio on, um, on Santa Monica, LA. And so I made rings through my brand Sebiju and Mood Collection. And um, since 2001, nowadays more than 20 rings are sold every damn day. So being an influencer means affecting people in their everyday life. Every day through my art and designs, I affect more than 30,000 people. Whom wear these pieces of jewelry for pleasure or for symbolizing the union or whatever reason they want or they have. I launch, I really launch trends about jewelry. I usually like very bold creation, rough, rough made with special materials like, uh, ah, it will be for another topic, this, this, uh, this uh, list. And I launched also a trend that focused around my aesthetic. And for sure, I have many, 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 many followers by, the, by this channel. In real life, I really create the trend, an aesthetic trend, marking this generation for sure. So that's really something we have as creators. We can be proud about what we do because we bring something new. And through the vision we bring to others and to the future, we make it. We work in the present to build the future. That's to be an influencer. And we make it every time, time we work on our art. That's pretty awesome. And we should never feel shy because we have only 5,000, 10,000 followers. That's that's not the point. We, and that's, that's really something I, I saw on Instagram, like very great artists um, in Europe, maybe mostly. And uh, they post something great, awesome. And they are, they are so, they, they, they are very poor uh, on Instagram. But them artists, very awesome. And in real, they are really, really having a great success. So as, as artists, you can be, you can feel very lucky to take responsibility for this task, the task to build the future. I feel that is the nice responsibility. If we want to wear it, it's great. 
if we want to wear this responsibility to bring something for the future, to change the future, it's fantastic. For sure, myself, I love it. By the way, if you want to like my work on Instagram, feel free. I would be super, super happy. And uh, Facebook for sure. And it's a way to stay in touch. And uh, for sure, I will, I will love to see your work, to have your comments and uh, for sure to, to follow you back. My name on Instagram is, uh, the account is Cedric Chevalier uh, in one word. I would love to have your feedback and love also to follow you back. I'm like everyone for sure. <clears throat> but about this point to just say one more little thing is this is, is that I want just to emphasize one more other point. I have to restrain myself also to not become addicted to social media because it's not my art. It's not where I'm great. It's only a communication line. One like, one like many others, not likes. One, one communication like, one communication line like many others. And that's, that need discipline to not get addicted to not waste time because it's, I don't know if it's really the purpose, but it, it, it can be very addictive. I know it. And uh, uh, I think it's so easy to waste one hour every day, every damn day on Instagram or Facebook. So I really, I really try to, and there is now on the, on the, on the devices, you can have some, um, how they say, uh, health, uh, it's not health car, but uh, electronic, uh, you can just um, uh, set one hour a time you want to spend on the social media and then it, it, it shut down. And that's something like give you more, um, barriers to not waste more time than 30 minutes every day. It's it going fast. Every, uh, 30 minutes, I was surprised that I, I was using much more every day. I feel my work is something other than, so, than social media. It's not how I want to speak with my audience, but it is also a way to communicate to public. It's a, it's a way um, to be, to get new audience, but it's not the final communication. It's just a promotion or should be taken like this. Like you can see my work, it's on, on, on the Instagram, it's an entire gallery, but it's not the actual work. And actually I try to not show the final product usually on social media. And one more thing, to you, my artist friend, I think I will dedicate maybe one entire episode or more about social media. Yeah, I feel that I have a lot to say about it. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge topic. I went to a workshop. Ah, yeah, this, this one more point about a workshop given by a gallery curator about finding our own voice. That's a very interesting topic. As artists, we are very curious about the point of view, about the voices of others and uh, how artists of the past found them uh, 
their own paths and voices. So this gallery curator during this two days workshop was asking us the question, how do you find your inspiration? That's a very, very interesting question. We love it. And we will never ever have the same answer for, for long because it's always changing, I guess. And as we evolve, it does too. There is no one answer, there's many answers. As Andy in the Creative Peep Show said, he was very funny about this because he compared the influence we have to a pyramid, like the food pyramid, what influences our art. And there was a very little at the top. It's sugar, fat and salt. That is what spoils it, spoils us. It's a node pyramid, pyramid. It was from the 90s, but he told us, he told to them to, to, uh, during this podcast that is still very, 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 that it's, it's still very, very true. We find a lot of different sources of inspiration. And just to tell you, I saw to quote him, he said that the most important influences we have to get is to say yes to life to get new experiences, to be brave and to do it. So that's, that I think is very good advice. I totally agree with him. He is awesome. Uh, I love his, um, his podcast. Yes, Andy, you are right. You are great. So this, during this workshop, <clears throat> so let's get back to the workshop. I, I told you I was doing with the gallery owner, the gallery curator from New York. So during this workshop, uh, what was his name? Let uh, Sharon Cranson. So during this workshop, uh, one one woman answered the question how to uh, how she was uh, how she was finding a, a inspiration, and um, that's great. I have to confess for, for to her that was very honest. Maybe she didn't realize, but that what that what was her answer but she she said it and um uh, she said when i don't have inspiration i go to see creation on instagram what the fuck and so she can get new uh, new design ideas and then she goes back on the bench and she does it that's so ugly but it's something that is used by the by by a lot, a lot of of people without a much inspiration, just get um, uh, get pictures on the web and do copy. There is countries not known for that, but it's okay. Let's uh, go to let's keep that for another episode. So I will speak about this point of copy, uh, copying of my point of view about this for sure i have it um it can be a great practice for students to learn skills to learn the craft to copy the past that's great that's awesome very good for practicing for sure to drill the craft more than to get art that's craft and in another episode i'm also going to speak about what to do about copycats 
and what to prevent or what you could fight back against the copycat. That's another topic. Let's keep it for another, uh, next episode too. Now let's get back on this episode topic and be sharp about this. I try to. What makes the difference between this guy just pretending and this guy who has a very, very stable foundation, a reliable guy to work with? The answer is actually in the question. What is the stable foundation to build the carry on? The foundation is the basement. What is the basement for building your artistic career on? The answer is to be competent. When you are competent, then you can build an exceptional career on this basis, on this foundation. It's, it's stable, it's indestructible. Be competent, learn the skills learn the craft given by the people who were before you. And that's really a gift we have to use. We have to be filled of all this knowledge. Getting academic lessons. It's something we have to stick on it. To learn to drill, to drill, to drill. And to get really smooth with these techniques. And then when we have the skills, we'll not have to think about it anymore. It's our own. It gets our own skills. It becomes our own. Then we can go above and create our own stuff. For me, it is very important point to learn the skills, to have the, the crafts as your own to be really good. So this is this example, it's a broad example for sure, but Picasso wa, was a kind of example of this. What he brought to the painting world, to the art world, to the future is awesome. It's like no comparison almost what he brought with this style of surrealism. He could make it because he had a very basic, great painting skill. He was very, very competent and he worked, he worked, he worked a lot and he made his own style and he brought something awesome. Maybe we don't like it. Maybe we like it. Okay, that's not the question. He brought something universal. He changed the world actually. His career was based on really academic skills. He could paint everything perfectly. Perfect, perfect skills. Like this example, you have to learn and acquire your techniques. You have to get used to it and you have to, to, to drill, to drill it. You then have to make it your own. And then from this, you can create and eventually you will find your own voice for sure. After time can be long, perseverance, work, work, work. Step by step, you will get it. What you will 
do today is nothing compared what you will do in 10 years. But something you do today will bring you to do things you will do in 10 years. And that's every day. Work is very important and bring us a step further. So I repeat the knowledge. What the guys left before. The dead artist. The people who were before us left gifts. You have to take it. It's a real precious gift. And you have to learn it. Then you go farther. And you can be like the bad teenager. You can say, I'm leaving my parents' house. They are so boring. And you want to do something completely different. But you can do something different because you already have a base to live from and you can go farther and you can be a rebel. You want to break with the past for sure. That's great. That's awesome. It's what we want for an artist to make something new and to really break with the past. But you already acquire it. So now you can be a rebel. You can make your own creation and you can create your very own art. It was not losing time. It just gets the step above. It just gets you on the step above. You can run up the steps, what's left from the past, and then you can build more stairs going up over it. It's what I'm thinking about my career. It's what I'm seeing also around me. And these are, these are my thoughts. And for sure, I'm happy to share ideas that can help you. But yes, also, I have to leave a room. For sure, there are always exceptions. Like people could be self-taught and they can find them their own voice. They are also real great artists. They have a lot of talents and it's maybe more hazardous. But for sure, they did work a lot, even if, it, if they didn't get the skills and the texting from the past, but they did work a lot. They had to create them their own path, 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 their own techniques. It's also how I have created my way to create because I was never taught how to make art. I didn't follow an art school. I have learned skills, but not how to communicate a concept to the public. But this point, I take it as a plus point because I feel that I was not cast in a mold. For sure, for sure, it takes a while to, to find our own techniques if we don't learn it. It's, all, it's also um, uh, something possible, for sure. But I guess it's, it's really like being uh, lazy somehow. You, you want to go fast, you learn the techniques from the past and then you are higher. You don't have to invent the wheel. It's already there. So take the wheels and wheel and uh, make something uh, like a car. For sure, 
there, there, are, there are people make a great career without learning anything from techniques and from the past, for sure. There are some artists like this. But I was telling you how I become successful as jewelry artist. It's my reflection and it's my way how I become like this, where, or where I am. I did my career and how I'm still doing my career. I learned classic jewelry making in Switzerland for four years. It was very easy for me to get the skills, these skills. I could get it very easily. I can speak more about the why. I was getting it like narrow, Nero. Like he said, I know Kung Fu. I got this skill as a basic. So I mean the jewelry classic uh, basic. But previously I got a four year degree in something I did hate to do. But I had to do something for an apprenticeship as teenager following my parents' advice. I was, that was um, a precision machinist. So drilling, milling, lathe. From this, I know how to do technical plans, how to operate machines and so on. And that brought me something with the jewelry craft skills where no nobody could be like no jewelry could 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 do and then i could create more art and not be stuck on the techniques and that is also something very important you will have to break with the techniques also not being stuck with the technical aspects for sure at the beginning we are very uh, excited or we want to show our our skills and these things but don't stay trapped by the techniques and you have to develop your own new techniques or getting free from technique techniques like the the like like picasso the, the example i gave you when he was doing cubism he was breaking all the techniques he could have acquired before and that's awesome that's like wow but somehow he was still using it on his own way because the te techniques was his own was his in in inside himself and on on the flip side it's not a good idea to study just to study you will not acquire anything to study for studying we have to study in order to apply something that's very 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 important you have to answer the question what's my goal how I will be able to apply what I'm studying or what the application in my life of this study. What will that bring something to me in my life? This is a very important point to study and to acquire the techniques and get the things left by the guys before and to know why we study it. Myself, I felt to be an artist from my childhood. But when I got a job after getting, gra get, getting graduate at 22, I couldn't forget that I'm an artist. 
and couldn't forget the feeling that art is something I have to do. I couldn't give up this idea. No question to say, okay, I do this job, I make money, I do machinist, and that's it. It will be my life. And I will do something boring for the rest of my life. It's okay. No fucking way. That was not a goal for me at all. And I couldn't be proud of myself as when I do something I dislike, I'm not good at all at it. So thanks to my mom at this time, because she was an art gallery owner and through her contact, she was in touch with a glass school in Czech Republic. So luckily I went there and followed the glass blowing school. That I feel as a milestone, milestone in my career. I realized there during this uh, school, yes, I can do art. I have a gift. I can do aesthetics and I can express myself with aesthetics and uh, the physical universe. So there I really had absolute confirmation that I'm an artist. It's something I always remember. I could admire. At this time, I, I was admiring especially one piece. I remember this very precisely. Was a piece I designed and I could say, yes, absolutely, I can do art. That was the start of my career. The step I reached, I could never lose. Then for sure, there was a lot of other events in my life. Uh, I will you I will tell you guys in the different episode um, uh, many things uh, about uh, the different event what um, uh, made my career um, successful and uh, what was also traps but for sure this is a base this was actually uh, a goal I, I had that I was more than certain. And this goal that I, 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 I want to be an, I am an artist, that I am an artist. I was, I could say I could pretend, but I was more also willing to become and to reach this career. So that, that was a goal and that I had never forget to pursue. With this, I could learn easily and pass any barriers. Keeping this goal in mind, I could just move mountains. And if I go earlier in my life, before this story about glass blowing, I was as, as before in this episode, also, I was telling you about getting the skills. The skills I just got from machinist, precision machinist, actually, was something I could use then, but was very hard to acquire it 
because I was at this time really purposeless. Learning things to make a living was not worthwhile goal, not interested at all. But today, I've, I, I, can, I have to confess that I feel very lucky that I got this anyway and anyhow. Acquiring these skills helped me to not have any barriers for any ideas I could imagine to create. So that is really a freedom. Even nowadays, when I'm creating with recycled skateboards, I can work wood using my machinist skills without having too much to think about. On another side, I also went farther with my art, like with this creation made of um, skate decks. Recently, another juror about this recycled skate, you, you can find it, you can check it. I, I just advise you and I invite you to, to visit my website, cedriccheval.com. You will see what I'm doing with recycled skate decks. And so uh, recently, another juror asked me, uh, she's, um, she's from Korea and uh, she's really working very on metal and very, 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 very tiny uh, uh, pieces of metal. And um, she was asking me why I don't do something more precise with, my, with, with precious metal and uh, all this stuff like really jewelry making and uh, um, why I do so bold things uh, as I'm, I have very unique craft abilities. She couldn't get it why I'm doing uh, this stuff. And I couldn't answer us also. It's because, my dear, I went farther than just um, uh, wanted to show my abilities and skills. I want to I wanna create something uh, uh, stunning for the future like was never done before and uh, so it's why I'm doing that now so I answered uh, also something very true is that um, uh, the best guy in these skills are already in the past they've already made the best work in these classic skills so I don't want to compete it's not a question of compete but I want to create something new with new skills, with something I can bring to the next level. I don't want to just always follow the path given by them. No, I want to bring something new with all the skills I have acquired. I, have, I, I really got a bunch of skills and that helped me to develop new stuff. Never, seems bef never seen before, using techniques never used before, and to be free from doing classic. And that I feel awesome. And that's the basis for my very, very special career in art and in jewelry too. Uh, it's also, let's say I'm very, very curious about learning new things excite me a lot breaking the physical universe rules and also it's also I don't like to repeat something even if I had very much success with the creation I've made uh, the brand mood collection a ring like uh, interchangeable uh, 
customizable. Ah, difficult to say this. Uh, but a, a ring like you can change the middle and collect it and uh, people are getting really addicted about these collections. But um, it was doing great, but I felt so lucky that this creation can be made by others. Um, they run it very well, so it can be very successful. It's my work, okay, it's my creation, I'm the founder of it. Uh, this you find it on yourmood.net and now it's independent, autonomous. I feel very, very, very lucky for that. To be free and to create new stuff and not having to repeat, repeat and being, being somehow stuck because my um, public wants these things like successful. But me as an artist, I like to create something new. And um, so that's another topic uh, to create something new and to bring to the market and um, uh, these things. I will speak about, I will um, uh, um, make, uh, give you uh, my idea about this and my experiences. So share it on another episode because it can be really a full episode or maybe even a season because uh, the artist creates something new and it's the opposite of the marketing and the businessman because um, if you create something new all the time you just surprise the public and in the business you don't have to surprise just maybe a bit but you have to bring something the public expect or ask for so it's very different for artists don't be afraid if you are not successful today don't be afraid, you will find a success. Just persevere in your way. So uh, me uh, having a brand um, taken and run, uh, they bought me this brand and they run it very, very well. They made a huge business with this. I feel that so lovely and I feel so lucky for that. So let's go back to summarize what is what's the basis you should build your career so i i think you understood but i summarize so get the skills from your ancestors and get very good at these skills drill it work on it and get that your own then train yourself to produce produce and produce your art do your art do art each piece is, an, is a new one and this new one is different than the previous one and even more than the previous one. If you don't like it, it's not a problem. You can always trash it. It's not a problem. You always have failure and you should never be afraid to fail. Just do it. Each piece brings you to a new piece. As I say, as it is my MO, don't be afraid to lose. The only loser is the one who doesn't play his game. This means he is too afraid to do something new or to pursue his goal. So this is the real and the genuine loser. And that he will, he will really feel the lose, the fail. So, 
as, as long as you do it, you, you don't fail. Do it, do it, do it. There is no problem. There is no failure and no problem to do something and to actually I say to, to there is no failure, but you can feel that a piece is a fail. Okay. It's not a fail. Actually, there is no failure until you do something. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope I brought you something great to help you to build your career on. Talk to you later and peace. So do something. Don't be afraid to lose. You will never lose if you play your game. There is no loser. The only one loser is the one who doesn't play the game, who doesn't, who is too afraid to play his game. So fuck yeah, do it.